Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the I Am Podcast. I am Mariah, your host. And before anything else, I would like to greet our Israeli friends a blessed Yom Kippur. Wishing you and your loved ones a day full of meaning, healing, mercy, and hope. To all our Indian friends, happy Dushera. I pray that the color, the bliss, and the beauty of the festival be with you through the year. Before we get started, I would like to give a quick shout out to all our listeners in Israel, in the United States, in my home country, Philippines. Australia, India, wow, Germany, United Kingdom, Italy, Ireland, Canada, Japan, Brazil, France, Spain, Switzerland, Netherlands, Russia, Bulgaria, Finland, Cyprus, Sweden, Nigeria, Argentina, Nepal, Peru, and Lithuania. Wow, we are all over the world. Thank you for making it a habit to listen to us, to learn with us. Thank you so much for all your love and support. I really hope I meet you guys and speak with you. Please connect with me on LinkedIn. Ping me on LinkedIn, Mariah Quizon, and don't forget to follow our LinkedIn page. Stay safe. Love you guys. Let's uh, imagine you're a, a young sales guy or a young business developer and you want to hone your skills, you don't really know if your message is, your uh, prospecting, self-prospecting message is all right, or, you know, you might want help in any way. And then you, so you target people, uh, more experienced people in the sales industry, and you just ask, uh, hey, first name, I've seen you uh, have uh, quite some experience in the field of sales. Um, I was wondering what uh, you think are the top three qualities or the top three skills or anything. And people are super happy to help you. They will answer in, in, in details. They will uh, offer some, even some help. Welcome to our series entitled The I Am Podcast, a podcast about innovation, business, and most importantly, people. In this series, we'll be talking to founders, executives, and various experts about their vision, challenges, best practices, and lessons learned throughout their journey. Let's get started. Guillaume Potelier, the co-founder and the COO of Wallaxy. Before anything else, I would love to ask you, like, how are you? How's France? Tell me about yourself. Uh, I'm doing great. Thank you. Um, it's always, uh, you know, uh, in entrepreneurship, you obviously have ups and downs. Um, and sometimes you feel like uh, the house is burning. Uh, and in a way, this is kind of where we where we are now. Um, but overall, I, th I think uh, I'm doing okay. Okay, I'm so glad to meet you. And by the way, guys, we met on LinkedIn and it's actually your first time talking. So this is really like unplanned, unscripted and everything. Okay, so I'm very interested to your journey, right? So first, Wallaxy, how did this idea come about? I mean, coming from what pain? Uh, yeah, so... We actually started the company three years ago and uh, our first product, uh, so kind of the uh, predecessor to Wallaxy was called Prospecting. And um, before Prospecting, uh, I was working with uh, three friends um, on a project uh, that was totally different, uh, the idea. So we were so co four co-founders, two technical guys, uh, so developers and two business guys. 
um, and uh, we were working on a project whose goal was to um, help camps business owners to communicate with the guests basically because uh, you have uh, we're located in the south of france and you have lots of camp um, here in, in south of france and um, you know we've made pretty much all the entrepreneur mistakes at uh, least first time entrepreneur mistakes that you can uh, make uh, when launching a project so you know not talking to your uh, typical customer thinking you have the best idea in the world um, adding as many features to your product as you can even though there's not a single feature that actually works and uh, one of those mistakes sort of uh, was to try to automate our uh, LinkedIn prospecting because at the time we were prospecting manually on LinkedIn to try to uh, sell the product to Kem's business owner that we would find on LinkedIn and we figured this task was quite tedious and uh, took us lots of time and was very boring um, and as we were quite technical we thought, we thought oh okay there must be a way to automate this process um, easily and so in a matter of like uh, a few weeks we developed a tool only for us at the beginning that allowed us to automate our linear perspective and we talked about this uh, small internal tool to our friends and entrepreneur uh, in our entrepreneur network sort of and uh, it was funny because we we realized that there might be an opportunity to continue to work a hundred percent to develop this product basically so the prospecting tool and so that's when we decided to pivot and um, ditch the uh, previous project on, on camps and uh, and so we started the product over again from scratch this time having in mind that we wanted to sell it so to distribute it we i used the google chrome store so it was a, an extension chrome extension it still is a chrome extension and uh and yeah so that's uh how prospecting came into life in september 2019 and uh and so at the time we were six we had two uh, interns as well and from there it went kind of crazy because in a matter of like eight months we went from zero to one million dollar in ARR, um, which is kind of crazy. We were still still being six people, um, and we're we're very lucky with COVID um, because so COVID hit in uh, March 2020, and at this time um, we weren't sure what would happen with the prospecting. And it turns out that uh, this helped the growth a lot because, you know, at this time people um, still needed to conduct business, but they were not able to do this on site. So somehow they needed a way to do it remotely. And so people turned to LinkedIn and then they turned um, to digital products. And we had the chance to have exactly the right product for them at this time and uh, so we had loads of referrals uh, and it, it grew very very uh, quickly from from there and almost a year after we had like 50,000 active users and that's where we realized that uh, the tool was very hard to maintain and it was also very hard to add new features because it was not um, Technically speaking, speaking, it was not meant 
to have so many users. We have we did not anticipate all the growth and all those users coming in. So we had once again to start all over from scratch, and that's uh, that's when Galaxy came into life. Oh wow! Okay, so thank you for that. Well. Uh, I would like to say I myself had or experienced that difficulty, you know, connecting to 100 people per day, right? You said it right. It's so time-consuming and it's so repetitive, like mundane. So mundane. Yeah, it's a pain. Okay. And, okay, that's why you decide to build Prospectin. And then you said zero to one million. A while ago, you were saying mistakes like beginner mistakes right what do you think uh what have you done differently why were you able to like from zero to one um yeah yeah so we had the chance to have faced a huge um um, i would say failure with our first project and we kind of overlearned from that period and we basically took the opposite direction uh, so, for example, in our first project, we would have uh, demos and call uh, calls to sell the product, even though it wasn't really finished. And we would we would push very hard to you know so that people accept that we provide them demos, and it was horrible. Uh, you know, after only like two or three demos, I I would felt exhausted and I would like to go home. And so this time we thought, okay, we're not going to provide any demos. We will, we will have tutorial videos on YouTube uh, with subtitles available and people will, would onboard themselves. They would learn how to use the platform themselves. Uh, so obviously this meant that the platform um, would need to be super easy to use. And also we invested quite um, a lot of effort into the customer support. So we have a, a chat, an instant chat, and you can contact us anytime. Uh, we'll reply in less than five minutes. And we have um, a super efficient team. Um, so this is also an aspect. And I would say that we try to, so when we started prospecting, we try to launch the product as rapidly as we could even though it meant launching the product even though it wasn't kind of ready so it only had a few features but those features worked and this is the the big difference with our first project where we had like uh, uh, dozens of features but none of them really worked this time we started with a very simple product uh, you could only import prospect and send invites and messages, that's all. And then from there, we build a product, but this time speaking to clients and, and users on a daily basis. And so kind of co-constructing, co-building the, the platform. Um, I think this is one of the, one of the reasons why we, uh, why the product replied so well to, to this problem because we took customer feedback from very early on. Okay, wow, nice. So how did you how did you get those feedback? I mean, did you build a community or did you do um, cold emailing or how? Yeah, so 
we had two main channels to get this feedback. The first one was using the chat. So until we were at 1 million in AOR, I or my co-founder was doing the customer support. So uh, all day long, it was a full-time job. So we were speaking to hundreds of clients and users per day. So you, you have a sort of a direct feedback. And then we also used our own tool um, to automatically send invites and messages to our users based on certain events. So for example, for us, you have uh, different steps that you need to take in order to see the value of the product. The, the very first step, once you've downloaded the tool, is to import prospects or contacts from LinkedIn into the platform. So that's the very first step. And the second step is to send uh, or to use the tool to send an action to those prospects. So for example, to uh, send them an invitation to connect on LinkedIn. And um, what we would do is we would automatically identify the people who've downloaded the tool, but who did not yet imported any prospects or imported prospects, but did not send any action. And we would automatically send them uh, a message or an invite on LinkedIn saying, hey, I've seen that you've downloaded Wallaxy a couple of days ago, but you still did not import imported any prospects. And uh, all of that was 100% automated. Uh, and it was uh, quite powerful, I would say, to get feedback and help our users um, activate on the platform. Wow, the power of automation. Okay, technology. And you said, okay, uh, zero to one million, you have 50,000 active users. Who are using your product? Yeah, so when I explain what Wallaxy does, I tend to say that Wallaxy is a sales prospecting tool. But what Wallaxy is really is a tool that allows to contact people both on LinkedIn and via email. And so you have an almost infinite number of use cases um, because you might want to contact people to indeed sell something, your product, your service or anything, but you might also want to contact people to hire them or to look for a job, look for an internship. Uh, you want to expand your network or ask questions to people. This is, you know, because we are very, we are our very first users, so we tend to see all those use cases that Waxi can be used for. And usually, people have a, a very narrow vision of what you can do with the tool. But it turns out that you might do loads of unconventional things, such as you know asking questions to people. Uh, it's kind of crazy to see how people are happy and ready to help you when you ask for help and when you value their uh, skills basically you can contact i don't know let's uh, imagine you're a, a, a young sales guy or a young business developer and you want to hone your skills you don't really know if your message is your uh, prospecting sales prospecting message is all right or you know 
you might want help in any way and then you so you target people uh, more experienced people in the sales industry and you just ask uh, hey first name i've seen you uh, have uh, quite some experience in the field of sales um, i was wondering what uh, you think are the top three qualities or the top three skills or anything and people are super happy to help you they will answer in in, in details they will uh, offer some even some help all of all of that to say that we have a very wide range of users and customers uh, obviously recruiters salespeople business developers small uh, small business owners but we also have uh, students uh, accountants lawyers basically really anything but yeah i love that so before it's just a job site right like where you look for jobs and um things like that but now it's like a community linkedin is like a community you can connect you can ask questions you can get insights inspirations right yeah that's it that, that, that sort of it um we tend to see linkedin as a monstrous like absolute um huge database b2b database where people um, enter precise details about them so you know where they work in which industry how many years of experience they have what they are interested in uh, etc so you can really segment people based on, on the especially the status navigator search feature and from there you can do anything you want might be selling something hiring someone, uh, conducting market studies to know if your ID uh, has any potential. Exactly. Limited. You, Unlimited. You know, sky, sky, yes. sky, the limit. Sky the limit to what you can do on LinkedIn. And speaking of LinkedIn and LinkedIn, the sales navigator, right? So you can also filter, you can send messages, you can do a lot of things so how is Wallaxy different from sales Nav? it's actually not different it works in conjunction with the sales navigator so the sales navigator is a, a search feature it's basically an advanced search feature for LinkedIn and um, and so we Wallaxy exploit the LinkedIn database and if you want to um, search for people you need to search for people on LinkedIn so on using the sales navigator the problem is once you have your list of let's say uh, I don't know 2,000 people that you want to contact on the, in your on the sales navigator you can't really automate this process so maybe if you're uh, patient enough you can invite people manually but even then you won't be able to automatically follow up with them uh, sending them a message when they accept your invites so it's not really uh, convenient and so the idea of Wallaxi is to once you have this list of 2,000 people you import it into Wallaxi and from there you create your campaigns and you automatically invite them but then also uh, you follow up on them automatically uh, with a, a series of messages um, you can also retrieve their professional email and uh, send an email if you want to. So yeah, it's uh, it's really two different things, 
but they work in conjunction and almost uh, we almost always tell people that if they want to maximize their use of Wallaxi, they need a sales navigator subscription mm. as well. So it works in conjunction with the sales navigator. And you said it's a promise. Uh, it's safe, right? Like to send more than a hundred. Yeah, so it's not actually safe to send more than a hundred invites per day. Um, people need to be aware that they are limits yes, on yes. LinkedIn and you don't want to exceed those limits otherwise well, uh, LinkedIn simply yeah. blocks your account. Mm-hmm. So what we've done is we've said, so we, we tested lots of different things internally by creating accounts and seeing, you know, playing a train to reverse engineer the LinkedIn algorithm basically. And we figured that and, and we ended up with uh, a certain range of, of quotas, daily quotas for different types of actions. So for example, you can send uh, uh, a maximum of 100 invites per day, but you can send up to 150 messages. You can follow 100 profiles, but you can visit around 150 profiles per day. And so we automatically limit the number of, act- of actions you can perform on any given day to make sure that uh, your account remains uh, safe. Okay, good thing you mentioned that. And well, I just remembered what you said, like, oh, well, the, the messaging, I mean, the message box is so cluttered, right? You cannot really see or you cannot track your conversation unless you, you go to the specific conversation. Do you understand me? Yeah, but when you when you look, oh my God, where's that last conversation? You have to really find it out or search it. Yeah, the, the LinkedIn messaging <laughs> is a nightmare. Um, and that's something we are working on currently. And we're about to release a feature uh, that will basically emulate the LinkedIn messaging, but with a much nicer interface and also more features, especially around the possibility to tag prospects and send them for uh, you know uh, predefined messages but in the future uh, reminders so you, you can snooze conversation for later for example as using saved replies if you tend to you know if you do lots of sales prospecting on LinkedIn usually you'll have almost always the same questions that prospects will ask to you and then instead of copy pasting for every individual you will simply have the set reply oh like a template and you will be able to access it very rapidly yeah sort of and and also using variables such as a first name mm. last name for example um so this is a huge wow time okay saving. we are gonna be following that and yes from zero to one million and now you said zero to six million so we're interested like um what did you double down what did you leverage how did you get to that please share yeah so so we've doubled down on the customer experience both within the product so always trying to offer the simplest tool possible and also on the customer support as i was uh, telling you earlier we tried to even though the number of users was uh, increasing we tried to 
always offer a response in less than five minutes, a very um, qualified one, very uh, precise and, you know, trying, trying to always bring more than uh, that the, the, the user was actually looking for, you know, so you were going to chat support asking for a, a question and you would go with an answer to a question and even a tip uh, as to how you could improve your campaign, for example. So double down on, on the customer experience and uh, also the content creation. So one big component of our customer acquisition is uh, uh, all centered around content. So we create a lot of content on LinkedIn and we also have um, a blog on which we, so we, we're quite good in, in SEO, it represents around 20% of our acquisition now. And um, so, yeah, we have a blog with uh, close to uh, 200,000 visitors per month. Wow. And so this helps um, spread the world, the word about the products. And yeah, and we, and obviously we still have lots of referrals. Um, so I think this is a still a, a very powerful driver of our growth. And finally, what we've managed to do is um, when we transitioned from prospecting to Galaxy, we actually added another plan. Um, and so on prospecting where you would be able to only do prospecting on LinkedIn, on Galaxy you can actually do also email. So you have the possibility to retrieve the professional email of your prospect and then to send them an, uh, an email and use multi-channel sequences. And so we we sold that plan to a higher price, basically. So we moved our uh, our use our client base up in the in the price range, and this helped us grow the business uh, quite a lot. Wow! Yes, say. tremendous. Okay, so do you recommend multi? Um, multi-channel prospecting because some people say okay just focus on one platform and be strong at that platform yeah I would say why not mixing LinkedIn and email uh, but I would say first um, so LinkedIn is easier to use uh, because when you know the copywriting skills that are required for email prospecting I think are a bit higher so I would say overall it's easier to use only LinkedIn to start and you don't need to use absolutely the email you, you can have tremendous results only on LinkedIn but so I would say if you're if you're um, if you're a beginner in the field LinkedIn is way more than enough uh, but when you'll move from yeah beginner to intermediate, to expert, you will want to add another component that will be especially useful to contact the people that don't accept your invites on LinkedIn. Because in order to send messages on LinkedIn, you have uh, to send an invitation first and people need to accept this invitation before you can actually send them. Exactly. Um, and with the email finder feature, you can retrieve the professional email of your prospect so that even though they don't accept your invites, you can get their email and then send them an email and so contact them 
still conduct them in another platform. So I would say it's um, in this case it's uh, it's, it's interesting, um, and uh, and also doing um, email prospecting is a bit more complicated. Not only in terms of copywriting skills, but in terms of setup, because you have uh, you have sort of a, a DNS setup to to set up um, to optimize the deliverability rate of your emails, uh, basically to make sure that your emails don't go into the spam folder. And so this can be a bit tricky, especially if you're not. Um, uh, someone really into technology. Yeah, for so. the beginners. But yeah, you said it right. Like LinkedIn is like gold. You can do a lot when you're starting, just starting. Okay, wow. Almost, almost last five minutes. Okay, well, lessons learned. Can you tell us or share with us one crazy story or one tough story that happened to you or since you've become an entrepreneur? Yeah, uh, lessons learned. Um, I, it's hard to pick one uh, because there are so many. Um, but I think going back uh, to the beginning, really one one of our biggest lesson is that you should focus. I mean, for for us, you should focus on products before anything else, especially if you're a product-led growth in opposition to sales-led growth. So basically, if you're in a, in a company where the product does all the sale, um, you need to invest all your energy into the product. Um, and also one other component is it's always easier to grow a business where your your first user and where your product actually replies to one of your pain um, and not the pain of someone else. So I would say this is the biggest lessons we've, we've learned um, in the last few years. If you're going to add up something after your name, like I'm Guillaume, your blank founder, what would that be? Or how do you want to be known for? Mm, that uh, <laughs> I would say <laughs> inexperienced founder. You know, I'm 28 years old, so I still have lots to learn. Wow! Yes, we are forever learners. I mean, learning never ends. Okay, but yes, a lot to learn and a lot to celebrate. Okay, thank you, thank you, Guillaume, and all the best to Alexi. Thanks a lot. It was a pleasure. This podcast is powered by iomops.io. Optimize your cloud infrastructure and CICD process with iomops.io dedicated DevOps team. Check out www.iomops.io and get a DevOps team.